Welcome, welcome back to the Mobile Show, everyone. Thanks again for tuning in. My name is Alex Henry, joined, of course, by my co-host, Ryan Bialik. How are you doing today, sir? Good, 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 good. How are you? Great. I'm doing pretty well. I've got some pretty serious topics for today, and then I want everyone to kind of raise themselves because this is going to really hit the core of like every corporate problem that we face in the modern world, in the modern workplace, whether it's the new normal, the old normal and all the normals in between that kind of got mixed up and forgotten in the last six months. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about emojis in the workplace, use of emojis, stickers, gifts, memes, YouTube videos, and whether or not they fit, whether or not they belong in the workplace mm -hmm. and whether or not we use them. So let's start off with like emojis. They've been around for a while, eh? Right. Um, so I, when, when you sort of brought this topic to me, I was excited. It's timely. It's very, very timely because we are in the hybrid work era. We're working from home. We're maybe going to the office a few days. We're doing the virtual meeting um, experience. And we've talked about this on past episodes of the Movo Show, um, virtual meeting fatigue and mm -hmm. how we're seeing people through the screen rather than, you know, we're very fortunate to be able to, to meet each other in person. But all over the world, that's not necessarily the case. So what we're missing is eye contact and verbal cues and sorry, nonverbal cues like body language and posture and those types of things. So I was doing some noodling around on the internet just to, to, to sort of get ahead uh, prepared for this show. And I found some great articles about just how timely this is. So you're right. Um, something like a little emoji mm -hmm. is very, very simple, but it's a very easy way of communicating your feelings in a graphical way. And there's no two ways about it. If you see an angry face, if you see the guy that's banging his head against the brick wall, or you see someone, you know, see the face crying tears of joy or laughing or cats and dogs and all the different emojis, you get exactly what someone's trying to communicate with you. Yeah, it felt like emojis are just so critical in filling in that little gap of what is someone saying or what is their kind of emotional state mm -hmm. in this comment and something that it's something we've been missing from communication especially in the business world for a long time mm -hmm. how many times have you been sent an email or maybe writing an email and where you're kind of going i don't want this to be misinterpreted or right. when you're looking at an email you've received and going is this person mad at me yes or what the hell did I say why are, like this feels like a really abrupt converse like a really abrupt response mm -hmm. and, or you feel attacked or something right exactly and, and it's like you, you don't get that kind of emotional um, uh, piece out of it mm -hmm. so then you have to send some more follow-ups and ask them and call them like are you mad at me what's going on so and there was always that old tip um, where you would delay sending you know, write your angry email write your angry response but then let it sit let it yeah. percolate for like an hour. And if you still felt the same, then send it. Or you could even get an uh, Outlook add in and, and send later. Or you can use that feature in Outlook. That was the old tip. I, right? That used to be, and this kind of turned into a rule for me a few years ago where I would stop sending emails after 4.30 in the day. Mm -hmm. Basically, mm -hmm. the end of my work day, most of my emails started sounding a little more curt. And mm -hmm. I wasn't, it was never the intention. Um, but like I'd start being more bre more brief, more mm -hmm. right to the point, and there'd be less kind of feeling in it. And that's because it's the end of the day, my brain's fried, and I'm just like, yep, nope, bye, peace, out. Get it out, yep. And then I come into work the next day, be like, Alex, why are you so mean to me? I'm like, <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm having a great day. So yeah. emojis in the workplace can really help fill in that hole. And it's not just emojis, because now we're starting to see stickers and mm -hmm. gifts really taken. Mm -hmm take over in emails, especially gifts. Right. Like 
because we use them in our day-to-day communication. If you're talking to people in Messenger or chatting or iMessage or anything else, right. we've been doing this for so long, it's almost ingrained in us. Mm-hmm. Some of us have adopted it faster than others out of you know your own personal interests and feelings about these graphical tools because they can be really silly. I get it. Right. And they might not look professional. I get it. But there's a use case. There's a need for them. Sure. And I, and personally, I see it more in instant messaging and chat first. Mm-hmm. That's sort of where it started. I'm now, like you say, starting to see it in emails and, and not just internal emails, emails out to, to clients and vendors and partners and those types of folks as well. Um, after And it always feels like they come after a certain point where you have some rapport and you establish is the relationship sort of lighthearted? Is it funny or is it a very serious, very formal thing? Then I probably wouldn't use emojis or, or GIFs in that scenario. And that makes, and you raise a good point. That's really about knowing your audience mm-hmm. before you start loading it up with GIFs and emojis and all that. Because right. if you don't know the person on the other end of the email, you don't know how they're going to receive it. Right. And that might just, that might actually hurt your uh, message more than not using the emoji at all. Right. Um, so here's your account statement with a funny cat. <laughs> that's, and that's not right. It says it, 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 I think it goes without saying, you know, Make sure you write a well thought out message, email, mm-hmm. chat, teams, whatever it is, before you start loading it up with emojis. Because it's not, they're not a replacement for a good, well written message right. at the end of the day. Absolutely. I will never argue against that. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of our communication is so, you know, it's a couple of lines, it's a couple of sentences, maybe a paragraph or two. You're not writing out big, long messages for people. That's right. way out the door. If you start doing that to me, I'll never reply to another email of yours again. <laughs> Get, really. get on the phone, get get a, a voice call, get a video call going for something long form, right? Exactly. Right. So do you, what's your rule with email and emojis and stickers, like all that? Um, I, I've never used stickers or, or memes um, in anything going out to external sources, certainly internal. We, we have a little bit more fun depending on the, the team or, or the point of the communication. Um, my biggest tip with using emoji in an email, let's say, is is be sparing. Yes. Um, don't every other word load in an emoji, maybe one or two, again, just to show how you're feeling. Um, when I first started using emoji in email, I didn't use the actual graphic image. Mm-hmm. I used, you know, colon and then the bracket for a happy face. I did the same thing too. It was only, um, let's say, recently... Uh, when when Microsoft actually built in a keyboard shortcut in Windows 10 to get to an emoji picker, that's when I started using more of the symbols and shapes and those kinds of things. So quick tip, uh, Windows key plus period, um, that will get you an emoji picker. And you can even type a word uh, if you're looking for a balloon, if you're looking for a dog or a briefcase or running or happy or sad, right? You can type the word and then it'll uh, give you back the emoji that closest uh, is the closest match to you. What was that shortcut again? Windows key, period. Okay, I'll never remember that. I love shortcuts. I You've shown that to me before, and I thought it was the coolest thing mm-hmm. ever, but I immediately forgot it afterwards. I just kind of stick to the smiley face. I don't use the winky face in emails. No, that's, that's a... Yeah. You Thumbs don't want to send the message. You want to send yeah. the wrong message, right? Honestly, and because, mm-hmm. you know, it ends up being... Dist- it can be distracting in the message. Yes. I am a fan, and it might be an unpopular opinion in this room, and many other rooms um, of GIFs. Mm-hmm. The right okay. GIF can send way more of a message in terms of uh, the feelings, the tone, than a simple emoji could. Right. 
and it can help lighten the conversation if it's feeling a little tense. This is mainly for internal communication, in my own opinion. So yep. with your peers, I wouldn't be sending this out to clients, especially, again, people I haven't met. Mm -hmm. But it's something that kind of helps take it to the next level. I don't know. It's something I wish we had a long time ago because mm -hmm. I feel it would have like helped curb a lot of um, miscommunications in the past if you could have just summed it up with like a two-second gif, a looping gif of sure. someone's house on fire. Yeah, or a funny cartoon character or, you know, a critter doing something. I'm known in the office, and you can probably be a witness to this, um, of walking around the office and just sharing a terrible joke. And everybody rolls their eyes and has a chuckle, but it's it's kind of a fun thing. And with COVID and everything and, and remote work, I haven't been able to do that. I haven't been able to be walking my way to the lunchroom and just drop a real stinker of a dad joke and get a groan. But you know, people kind of you gotta get your lark your larks elsewhere. Gotta get them. So uh, something simple like that, I, I think, is a good is a good alternative. Now, if you need to spend five minutes to find the perfect gif, then you're doing it wrong, and maybe you're spending a little bit too much time. Yeah, let's not overcomplicate it, right. but because they can go a long way in really summarizing a thought or a feeling in a two second, really relatable animation mm -hmm. yep. um, of like someone saying congratulations or like. I'm ripping my hair out right now. This is terrible or, you know, whatever it is you're feeling for that moment mm -hmm. that just gets it out there versus writing out three, like three or four paragraphs in an email saying, this is why everything is terrible today. <laughs> Volume one. Yeah. And I mean, it's, it's pop culture. It, it brings in clips from shows and cartoons mm -hmm. and, and whatever's current out there is certainly going to bubble to the top of, you know, the most popular uh, gifts and memes that are, people are sharing and, and have some fun with it. It's, is there, there's always that one person in the office that knows the most about Simpsons or Futurama or that episode of Friends or whatever, whatever, whatever. Um, you can still have those people. You can still be that person and, and use memes and GIFs, I think, to still, uh, even in these days of remote work, you can still have that fun and still kind of have that trivial mm -hmm. knowledge of those things, be that person in, in your team. So I think it's cool. I think it's fun. It's really handy. So. Mm -hmm. Whenever I do like Microsoft Teams training, I bring up stickers, memes, and guests because I feel like- Because there's a setting, right? There's a setting mm -hmm. in there. And so I usually tell people, it's like, hey, you know what? You're not limited to just you know your standard formatting. You've got GIFs, memes, and they mm -hmm. have customizable memes, like really old ones that haven't been updated in a while, but they're there and yeah. they're a way to, again, express yourself and you can actually type in your message like really quickly, which mm -hmm. is kind of neat. But I always bring this up because I'm like, look, you have, we all communicate differently and you're going to be working with people you might not have communicated with on a regular basis. So here are some extra tools. Mm -hmm. Be aware that they're here, but use them responsibly. Right. Because then I get into my main point, your team owner can go in and just click off a setting and then you've lost it. So use your memes and gifts responsibly. Right. Um, maybe make a little team channel where you can just have fun with that and then, you know, life's good. You won't mm -hmm. have to worry about it clogging up your entire feed. Right. I made a mistake things... once of doing this really early in the session and then everyone else is just playing with it. You can tell who is just playing with it for the rest <laughs> yeah. of the training, which is, you know what? It's a win in some cases because they're in the system and using it. True. When it comes to training, I just want people to use the app and try it out before they like dismiss it. So, right. but it's always a bit of a gamble because sometimes you don't know what the manager in the room is going to react to. So right. um, that's, yeah, again, I just kind of follow up with like, and this is how you turn it off. <laughs> Any questions? Oh, and I think good managers will realize that all of the teammates are going to communicate a little bit differently. 
Yeah. And to have that as a tool and a nice, maybe it's an icebreaker at first. And then, you know, maybe it's not used every day. Um, again, because we're not seeing each other, it's a good way just to sort of shake the nerves and, and sometimes have a, a laugh, you know, what's yeah. the harm in a laugh, right? It's, and you just, you have to know your, your company, like culture on this mm -hmm. one, because that's really at the heart of it. Um, it might be new in your world, especially if you're just coming from like using email for the longest time or, right. um, a lot of that stuff isn't available, but now that it's just here at your fingertips, you have to have the conversation. Sure. Um, can I go on slightly different angle and something in teams that's also, I, I don't feel it's used quite enough is the rich text formatting or putting an announcement in, um, posts in teams. I, I would like to see that used more cause it's almost like it brings a header where, you know, you have your threaded conversations. Mm -hmm. It's almost like it brings formality to, Hey, if you're tuning in, start reading here because this is an important it's great for catching your eyes. So anyone mm -hmm. that doesn't know what we're talking about in Microsoft team channels, you can format your posts to stand out by make, turning them into an announcement. And that's mm -hmm. just a little click or it's a little button. You can toggle it from a regular conversation to a big announcement. And all it does, if you click the format button, you can add a subject line. And yes. in my own opinion, on a side note, you should always have a subject line when you first start using team channels because they're great for setting the tone mm -hmm. and it's an easier transition from email from to email teams. to teams right because there's always a subject line. You know what they're going to talk about before you read the message. And mm -hmm. it helps, it helps, um, separate that line of a team channel from being a chat room right. versus, um, actually threaded chat. conversation. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So what you can do is you basically open up the format tab and then change it from conversation to announcements. And then you can add a nice big color tab mm -hmm. and, make it stand out just a little bit more. So it's kind of nice to have, but you're right. I don't see that very often. Yeah. I, I, I would like to see more folks use it again, just to have things stand out, praise announcements. You know, maybe there is pizza in the lunchroom. Um, it's going to stand out a little bit more, especially if it's a very active team with a lot of chat happening. Mm -hmm. uh, it'll just kind of naturally surface a little bit easier. I was thinking about this the other day, just while we're talking about announcements and team channels, um, I mean, a nice way of using them is to have just basically a standard because you can color them, right? There's like mm -hmm. 12 colors or something and they can just be a standard template. So this is a co company announcement, right. all staff. This is a, an announcement for um, a specific division. You mm -hmm. can give it a different color to represent that. So sure. as you're scrolling through your channels and you see these announcements pop up, the color code can be a cue for whether or not this is applicable to you. So mm -hmm. if it's green, you know it's for everyone. If it's red, you know it's for a specific group like management. Yep. And you can kind of work off that. Yeah. Um, and even if you don't want everybody to do, to be using that feature as well, um, change your channel settings to, to only uh, team owners. And, yes. and maybe team owners are the only ones that post those sort of large format uh, announcement posts. So again, some flexibility, you know, not really related to emojis, but I just thought that's um, an interesting way to communicate as well in a group, in a team. Yeah, truly. So like, when we look at the entire Microsoft 365 suite in this context, you have memes and emojis and GIFs basically everywhere from Teams, chat, email, and Yammer as well. Mm -hmm. So they're kind of all over the place. And you Are can even office apps. Could you sure? Uh, certainly you can, you can, uh, with windows key period, you can put it in any application mm -hmm. in, in, in windows 10 that has a text input. But I wonder, is there, can you bring them into word? I believe so. Yeah, like okay. we have some emoji support, but I okay. think it's been very limited, but you can still probably, you can still, I'm pretty sure import GIFs and memes. I don't know if GIFs work in it mm -hmm. like you would expect them to. 
right because it would be static right it wouldn't be animated we've got some at we got some homework to do on this yes. one we'll check yep uh, we'll find out if word supports gifts that's mm -hmm. our homework for the month okay yeah um so i think there's a like sharepoint would be a great example of where you could really take advantage of this too mm -hmm. because that's where we've been talking about moving a lot of our company knowledge and turning that into the quickest place to learn something new, whether it's a policy or procedure, because you're not limited to documents. They're right. easier to find, they're easier to surface, and you can add a lot more elements to a page, not just text. So you can embed videos from YouTube or Microsoft Stream. Mm -hmm. You can add GIFs and um, content from other platforms as well. So. Sure. That's a great place to really take advantage of it and really help get your message across and not just limit and not limit yourself to your traditional company template and formatting, mm -hmm. which has really just been text and maybe a couple of like standard banner images. You, even something like uh, a SharePoint list. If you're storing information in, in a list or in a grid, use emojis as iconography. Um, yes. So if a piece of equipment is a vehicle, use the car emoji. If a customer is happy for a review or something, use the happy face. If a, a customer review or some piece of feedback comes in negative, use, you know, the frowny face. Um, I think people see icons and they um, can sort of decipher what that means a lot quicker when it's a picture rather than reading happy, satisfied, angry, car, truck, you know, piece of equipment, whatever it happens to be. Yeah, and that's, I'm seeing that a lot more across the suite where mm -hmm. you're, when you create elements like a list or maybe a new page in, or new elements in SharePoint, mm -hmm. you can start assigning like little icons to yeah. them to give you a quick visual on what it means. Right. Home is a house, a business is maybe exactly. some Exactly, so to right? do Outlook, you can mm -hmm. you're seeing them all over the place yeah. now, which yeah. I think is, it's helpful. Yeah. It really is, Again, but we have to get used to it. It's a way that people communicate. It's, it's very universal. Um, I don't need to know what a house is in you know ten different languages. If I put the icon of a house, chances are most people are going to understand what that what that means. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So in for internal communication, I think we're on the same page. Mm -hmm. Gifts, emojis are acceptable um, with limited use. So or using them sparingly is yes. a is a big one because mm -hmm. ultimately. If you just blow out your email, it's going to look less professional. Right. Your message is not going to get across because people are going to be wondering why you're, why like half that body is just like yellow faces yeah. and fingers pointing everywhere. But if you use them smart, you'll enhance your message. You'll get some laughs maybe, and you'll your message will be taken a lot further. You don't have to worry about how someone will interpret it because it's like you weren't. I wasn't angry. Look, I had a little smiley face in it, exactly. or I had a little winky face. Yep. Yeah, it's it's subtle, it's nonverbal, but I think it goes a long way. It goes a long way, and we we kind of need it right now, especially because in the hybrid environment when mm -hmm. we're just not being when we can't see each other from day to day, it mm -hmm. makes a big difference. And yep. just being able to set the tone and maintain it. So if you're worried someone might be upset on the other end, a nice little gif or a nice little like winky face can sure take a will go a long way. Yep, sunshine, smiley face, make a joke about the weather. There's there's, I don't know how many hundreds of emojis now. Yeah. Um, you know, take your pick, search through them, find something, have your own style. Um, like we say, have some fun with it. Yeah. Well, any thoughts on this one? 
Any uh, last tips, any last thoughts on um, emoji you want to cover? Uh, just again, Windows key period on your keyboard in Windows 10 will give you a shortcut. Um, my apologies to our Mac fans. I don't know if there's a Mac shortcut for emojis, but I imagine there is. Uh, we'll find it. We'll post it in the show notes. But uh, no, good topic. Thank you for bringing this one. No problem. Um, thanks for, Thanks again for everyone for tuning in for this episode. It's been a lot of fun. Yes. Um, uh, Ryan, you did have some good news about um, we have a new way to find uh, the Momo show now. Yeah, so certainly we want you to subscribe to our YouTube channel as that's where you'll get uh, our updates and anything that we're working on first and foremost. But we realize that some of our viewers, listeners, uh, fans, if you will, are busy folks. So if you want to listen to the MOO show in your car, on your walk, at the gym, in audio format, we've now, uh, we're going to put out every episode as a podcast. Yes. So we've gone ahead and put our back catalog out. So that's all of the episodes up until now. And uh, you can find those on anchor.fm slash MOWO. So anchor.fm slash M-O-W-O. From that sort of portal, you can connect through Spotify if that's your music streaming service of choice. We're coming soon to iTunes. We're just waiting for Apple to accept the podcast. And then we're on a handful of other uh, podcasting clients as well. So whatever you use um, within the week, we should be available on all of those platforms. We'd love for you to subscribe there as well so you always get our audio as you as you have time to listen so as the kids say you can find us wherever your podcasts are found yeah yeah so enjoy um enjoy subscribe to us wherever you want and uh we're looking forward to seeing you in the next episode bye now take care